0: Hello and welcome to the Pirates Fan Forum here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Gary Morgan. With me, as always, is my uh, perpetually infected with <laughs> elementary school aides friend, Jim
1: Stam. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Yeah, um, uh, six-year-olds and colds don't mix. And then Ben always, always brings it home to me. And then I always get it and my wife gets it about 50% of the time. So anybody got any suggestions out there feel free forget about comments on the show. I need I need <laughs> advice on how to keep germs out of my house. Well,
0: I can tell you how my dad handled it. He just straight up didn't love me till I was 21. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's a route you can take if if you want to try it, but I think you might
1: be too far down the rabbit hole there, brother. Probably. So yeah, we'll uh we'll get through it. We got no guests today. We had no you know, it, the last couple weeks have been great, but it's just me and you today, buddy. It's,
0: it's been really fun. We've you know, we've had we've talked to, to Ford about some, some technical baseball and really enjoyed that. We talked to Mike DeCoursey, kinda of looked back a little bit. That was mm-hmm. fun. This week, man, everybody I, I'm seeing out there in the media is starting to do these takes about free agents you can sign. And who's going to get cut off the 40, man? Who's getting non-tendered and whatnot. I have to do it too, so it's not sure. like you know, I'm judging. But this show, this time, man, I want to kind of take a little bit of a different angle at this team-building concept here, all right? I want to look at it almost like building a house, all right? Now, as if that's not hard enough, Imagine building a house and having no clue what you want the final design to look like, but you got to go ahead and lay the foundation right now. So yeah. that's what building a baseball team is like. You're building a foundation. Hopefully you're going to build on. And the point of the whole thing is you get the walls up fast enough that the elements don't destroy everything else you've laid down as your foundation in the process. I think that's probably where we're at, Jim. I think we're at are the walls gonna come up fast enough? Or are we gonna see major change before this really has a chance to take root? I mean think what? about a few players to base this on. Just yeah. a couple. There's two major ones that I that I worry about. You got Mitch Keller entering Arb one, and you've got Brian Reynolds entering Arb two. Which, okay, he's already signed, so technically he's not an ARB2, but that's the timeline. That's where he's at. Right. They cheated him out of the extra year. He's got four years of arbitration. Mitch Keller's only got three so far. Mitch Keller will be done in 2025. Brian Reynolds will be done in 2025. Unless they're extended. Brian Reynolds will be 31. Mitch Keller will be something like 28 or 29. If you're going to build a team, and those two are going to be part of it, we haven't won yet. We all know 2023 isn't going to be a winner, right? And we all know that they are not actively going to go out and make it one. So 2024 is your first real shot. You've got one year left with these guys after that. Unless they do something,
1: not the greatest timing.
0: Well, if you're building a foundation, isn't that a little shaky?
1: Like yeah. right? Cons- considering it's they're they're your best players, the considering they're your they they are your best players right now. It's really shaky. You could go ahead and skip
0: past them if you want. You can say, okay, well, maybe Brian Reynolds is part of what helps pry that window open, but. He's not going to be here to enjoy the breeze. You know, maybe Mitch Keller is, is <clears throat> the patriarch of this pitching staff by the time he's done. But he's not here to experience the fruits of it, really. Maybe he sniffs a division title. That's what a team like this that doesn't extend people is, is dealing with in reality. And I think we all got our hopes up real high when they extended to Brian Hayes.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, matter of fact, I was like, great, let's do that and let's get Reynolds done too. Um, I said that immediately. Um, probably, probably, um, too quickly, but I was afraid we'd be at this point, I guess is what it came down to.
0: That's where I'm at too, because I can sit here and tell you right now, um, I've heard it, and now I've officially heard it from, you know, accredited journalists that actually have passes and go down there and face to face talk to people. Yeah. Brian Reynolds is not going anywhere this year. They fully plan for him to be here. But I I have to start questioning what their plan is after this year if they don't extend him. If he's not part of it, I'm not sure if I'm not sure I'm as comfortable with the process at that point.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it seems like if, if they are hesitant on getting that done, I mean, I think it says a lot. I mean, um, if, if they felt like they were a little closer, I think it'd be done already, Gary. I really do. Um, so that, that, that's a, you know, cause we're, all we're trying to do is read tea leaves, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to at this point. So, um, you know, I'd still like to see him get extended. I, I don't worry about him at 31 being someone who's no, going to fall off a cliff. I think that that's very premature. Um, you know, um, and I'll go back to it and say this. He's by far their best hitter. Um, yeah, Cruz has all the ability in the world. You know, talk about a guy who's does things that a lot of major league hitters can't do right now. He does pretty much all of them pretty well. He's a pretty darn good all-around player on a very bad team.
0: He really is. And I don't worry about 31. I don't think 31 is some magical age. No. I just think the the – Longer in the tooth they let him get, the more likely it is that he's going to want that next contract to be four or five years beyond that, that arbitration number because that's the kind of contract he knows he can get now. So it feels to me like if they don't get it done this off season, it ain't going to get done. And if it's not going to get done, I think it changes a whole lot of things. And you know what else changed a whole lot of things for me, Jim? Some of those comments Ben Charrington made in, in that end-of-season press conference. That's what I want to talk about when we come back from the break. Because, Jim, this, this fool is setting it up like Tampa. And that is not what I thought we were going to go down. I did not think we were going to go down that road. And if we're going to go down the Tampa road, Brian Reynolds should be up right now. to the Pirates Fan Forum here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Jim and Gary with you, and yeah, I brought up something real crappy right before the break. But, and I'm not going to read chapter and verse what Ben Charrington said. You guys heard it. You guys have read it. You've seen everything now at this point. I it, went, f-
1: it went over really well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Let's... you need a
0: direct quote from me, you know, or him. I think I think you understand where, where he was going with it what i took from a lot of his statements there was that he's basically trying to do the tampa model in the north okay which is you you, you develop talent you constantly churn talent you trade people at their peak value before you lose control of them you bring back in more prospects you backfill with other prospects. You're constantly churning your roster over and over and over again. Nobody ever settles there for more than five, six years. On occasion, you will extend somebody who you feel to be a generational talent and or a cornerstone piece, or you can talk into signing convincingly affordably. When you do that, there's no guarantee you're still not trading them, It's just you're not going to trade them for a minute, and you're certainly not going to feel pressured to do so. They've done this with Wander Franco, Kiermaier. They've they've had several players like that that they've done over the years. But every year, as soon as the season ends, what's the first thing you see Tampa Bay do? They come out with their
1: list of players that are on the block. This year it's Choi, and like, you know... (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I mean, they just they just make it known. I mean, you know, it's it's a really interesting way to have to do it. Um, The thing, Gary, that you did that um, and I'll let you get back to it. But the thing that popped into my mind there is, you know, when we talked about Reynolds is. Maybe some of this has to do with waiting to see what Cruz is going to be. And if they want to go that direction with signing someone like they did Wander Franco there in Tampa, and maybe that's something they're going to think about doing. Um, and they don't, you know, they're not going to carry a bunch of big old contracts. We we know that. Now they'll carry some, but would they do enough to keep a Reynolds and go try to sign a Cruz? And if it's either or. I just, it just popped it.
0: into my head. I could see it. At this point, what I see with, with Brian Reynolds is I think he's played on a bad team for a long time already, and he's excelled through it. They had offered him a contract, you know, last off season, buying out two or three years of his um, time after arbitration, even if one of them was an option year. I think he probably takes it. Now this is a guy that that he's he's gonna hit 30 home runs in this league you know (laughs) he he most of the time is gonna hit above like 260 270 he's gonna drive in runs he's gonna get his doubles he's gonna play good defense he's a good baseball player just a good solid baseball player he's gonna get paid and he knows he's gonna get paid he wants to be here but you, you're not going to get him for just a couple years beyond arbitration at this point. He's too no, good no, for that. For, and, and he's not going to do that to himself. He's not going to well, end his contract at 33.
1: Right. Yeah, he wants more security than that. And quite frankly, he's 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 earned it. And he's in a position to to ask for it and, if not, demand that if he's going to put any you know pen to paper
0: right so it demands a little nuance right you want somebody like ben Sherrington, you want to think he's smart enough to go you know what we need to do with reynolds we need to just sign him until he's 36 years old make it really front loaded um make it really affordable towards the back he's probably going to be tailing off a little bit we can always move him in 26 27 whatever you know by then our system will have provided somebody You know what I mean?
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, but then you you know, then okay, you can kind of move on from it. He gets you through this window, he you know, and that's a way to go. I I just think people look at Tampa's system. They they think it's this well oiled machine that's never had a problem. They love everything about it. Oh, they're they're beating the system. Look at them beating the system down there in Tampa. Well, they ain't won.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't have a ring yet. I,
0: I don't see them getting one. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't see the pitching. And I think ultimately it, it just ends up costing fan bases an opportunity to really love their team. You take away these stars all the time, and – if you're going to get somebody like Brian Hayes and sign him to eight years and and sell him as, okay, he's here for eight years. Well, he better hit better. I mean, like, that's not going to excite me.
1: No, no, that was just Gary. That was just supposed to be, I'm sure, you know, everyone was, was happy about when Hayes signed, but that was just to get things going. You know what I mean? Like, uh, to to you know to get the ball rolling at least that's what i think fans had thought or hoped
0: yeah i mean it's not like i can't see it i i see other teams trying to do it too baltimore's trying to do it and um they've done it exactly this way to be honest with you uh evidence they were in a playoff race this year and and sold off the face of their franchise right in the middle of it because yeah. they knew he wasn't going to re-sign, or he wasn't going to let them pick up his
1: option the next year.
0: So they wanted to get something for him.
1: Well, and isn't that going to be interesting if if Reynolds doesn't sign any type of extension? And, you know, we, we saw the Orioles do it with their closer. We saw Milwaukee do this with Hayter. You know, you can envision a scenario quite easily, and I want to prepare Pirates fans for that, that you could see that with Brian Reynolds. Um, and um, I can imagine that going over here like a lead balloon. I don't, I don't know how fans there thought of it. Um, they they had a little of, more hope. That's why
0: they get away with it,
1: Jim. They yeah, but they have it. more. But the Brewers and the Orioles had a little more hope on the horizon. Um, suggesting it or seeing the Pirates doing it without a little more hope, I think it's going to send fans off to deep end, but it could happen
0: sure you know and and he could also you know by by 2025 it's entirely reasonable to think that a lot of these kids that we've been waiting for and have been here and started coming up and whatnot they have flooded the market and they have taken it over and you know maybe he is no longer seen as you know the guy you have to keep i just think it's a dangerous game to play based on the timing of where we are. Cuz yeah. if you want to make the most of this thing, you don't want to make it take forever to happen. Like we talked about like the minimal investment that we thought 2023 would take to get this team to a point where they would be competitive, you know, 500ish. I don't think it takes that much. That's a minimal job to me and I think technically prize that window open a year early.
1: Well why wouldn't you want to why accelerate it? Right. Why wouldn't you want to accelerate it where you could? Sure. I don't <laughs> think it takes a lot to do that. That's the thing. It's
0: not like I'm asking for I don't need that magic hundred million dollars. I think coupling these kids getting better with a few strategic free agents and or moves, I think you can probably have this team at least respectable next year, at least in the 500 conversation, which gets you in the wild card conversation, as we've just witnessed with multiple teams. There's no reason not to do that. So to me, it's almost like you go back to college football. You have a a freshman quarterback who, you know, was a five-star recruit and everybody wanted to see him, right? Well, you don't, you don't want to wait until year four to have that kid surrounded by talent. Right. In fact, a lot of coaches don't go out and try to recruit that five-star recruit quarterback until they do have that talent. Cause what's the point? You're Just going to get him killed.
1: Yeah. You're going to get him beat up physically, mentally and everything else in between.
0: I just, I'm confused by what they're doing right now. Um,
1: I'll tell you right now, Gary. I think the one thing that they could do quite easily is get an extension done with Mitch Keller. I, I really like to me, and I hate to start prioritizing these things, but they've almost they've almost weird weirdly locked out with Keller, and uh, to get to the point where had he been pitching like we wanted him to the whole time he probably is pricing himself out of Pittsburgh. He's Shane Bieber. If he pitched like this the whole time. Yeah. So now you've got the, now you've got a chance to sign him, get him locked up to some years and maybe uh, in a situation where you wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. And that to me is like a no brainer for pitching. Like you got, you've got a guy that, looks like he's finally turned the corner but doesn't have like the the numbers behind it to get that big deal oh man i'm signing him in a heartbeat
0: i mean and no guts no glory too you know a team like tampa they signed wander and you know look what happened this year he was injured most of this year right it's dead money and a team like that don't want to have dead money so it's a risk but if you want to keep a kid like that you better do it. You better yeah,
1: do it. Cole. you can't. You can't be so afraid of your own shadow that you don't even move and can't do anything. And that's what I worry that happens with with the pirates and 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 Sherrington is is like he's being so careful about this. Which hey, great, it's better than being a maniac. But, um, like you said, sometimes you got it. You got to take a risk here and there.
0: You have to. You've got a kid th- like O'Neill be-
1: Cruz. Give him another year to show everybody what he can do.
0: Go ahead, because he won't be here. I'll just tell you right now,
1: he won't. Yeah, he he it, he is the he is definitely the kind of guy that. Again, so now we're talking about Keller. You're talking about Cruz. You're talking about Reynolds. Um, how many of these guys are they re- realistically going to extend? I don't know, Gary. I, I, I think they're waiting because they're not sure what, what's going to happen yet. They
0: extended quite a few of them, you know, back in the last successful window. So I guess my expectation going into this one was nothing was able to allow that then. He'll, he'll allow it this time. I have a new question, though, Jim. Is it the GM that, that wants to do that? I don't know. I don't know that yeah. I see him wanting to do it. I think he fancies himself smart enough to be building a Tampa team. I don't think people realize how long it took Tampa to turn that from just sucking every year into a well-oiled machine.
1: And it's so hard to replicate that. That's There's a reason why we mention Tampa all the time because, you know, they're – they're the ones that have, for lack of a better term, perfected that kind of style. And it's just so impossible to replicate. It's impossible Um,
0: to replicate for for a lot of reasons. One of them is when you you do a teardown rebuild like this, you sell off everything all at once. Well, you bring back a glut of prospects all at once, right? And then they all start making their way to the league all at once because you kind of force that to happen because you've moved everything else out. Right. So instead of bringing everything up together, Tampa staggered things. They, a couple players a year, until finally they got to the point where they had the team all laid out in a ladder facing up. Some guys on their sixth year, some guys on their fifth year, some guys on their fourth, all the way down to the rookie level. And they still have that system to the point where you can look at their roster at the end of the year, know who's on the block, know who's coming up, know why they would let that person come up. No, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and and, and that's the exact opposite right now yep. with what the Pirates have going on. I mean, and especially you know at certain positions. I mean. Uh, it's it's hard to just like you said start off with nothing get all these prospects and they're all they don't all track the same but they're all not f- that far apart either so I don't know how you get it I don't know how you fix that right now I don't I, I'm not sure how you fix that Gary
0: I mean if you're not smart you don't and I guess that's the question is he smart enough to do this. Nobody pulls this off easily, and nobody does it sustainably. I mean, one thing I think a lot of people forget about the Kansas City Royals' freak year where they won the the World Series, and they built a lot of that team internally. A lot of people thought they were trying to do the same type of thing that Tampa was. Well, they were. They failed at it. And you know why they failed? Because they got sentimental they went out and did things like they extended their catcher perez for 10 years because he was their mvp and they wanted to you know and they they extended some pitchers who performed really well and some other players that they they got stuck with a little bit too long in the tooth and they they hammered themselves and hogtied themselves into that system never being a thing it's you got to be all in dedicated to it or you're not, and well, I don't think this city and, can tolerate them being all in, dedicated to it. I'm just going to tell you that right now.
1: Well, this is a tough place to do it, you know, um, because of all because of all the losing and all the mishaps along the way. The interesting thing about it is, Gary, is you know, this is a question I would pose to people: do, would would pirate fans would they prefer? Doing what like a Tampa Bay is doing, which is haven't won it. And I don't think they're going to the way things are set up right now. Could it happen? Sure. But those are still some long odds. Or would you take a team that let's take San Diego, for instance, going mortgaging everything, right? Yeah to try to get there and if and if you want it and then they stunk out loud for the next 10 years would you accept that it's just it's just an interesting question of how pirate fans would you would you prefer being in the mix like Tampa or would you prefer once out of every 10 15 years maybe having a shot a good shot that's a tough question I, it's it is a tough question
0: I mean, because I don't, I think a lot of people would probably um, claim that they'd be okay with the Tampa model, but only because they've never seen it in practice. Not really. I mean, I say that because Starling Marte would have been gone three years earlier if you really saw what that system is.
1: Right. And, well, look what they've done with pitchers there. Right. Like, look at Blake look at Blake Snell. I mean Yeah, he's a perfect example. He's still pitching well in the playoffs for other teams. And they, they got rid of him because it made sense to them at the time. Sure.
0: I mean it's it's not just about, believe it or not, making the good trades. They they do that. They make some bad ones too. They just mask them really well, and their system is deep and It took a long time for it to get that deep and it took a lot of sucking for it to get that deep. And then they were really smart and disciplined after it. Again, I don't think this town will take that well. That's all I'm going to say. And it doesn't even matter if it works or not. This town is not a town where your stars are shipped off and you're just happy. In fact, you really want to be honest about it. I think a lot of people in this town are satisfied that Gino, Sid and Latang got re-signed to the Pittsburgh Penguins, even if it means no more cups. Because that's how loyal we are to our stars.
1: Yeah. Um, Of course, the difference is there is, you know, we have the benefit of the Cups that they won not all all that long. It's starting to get a little bit longer, but not for most franchises. That would still be really recent. But so that that kind of massages things a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, most people know in their heart of hearts that it's probably not good business practice to do what they did, but they're okay with it.
0: Yeah. I mean we should probably take another break but let's come back i just want to kind of bring it home a little bit because if they are doing the tampa model what signs do you see that it's actually taking hold because if they're trying to do that man i gotta be honest folks it's gonna be a lot longer than any of us anticipated because they're not that close
1: i don't want to think about that gary
0: arguably the most depressing Pirates fan forum ever. Um, We're going to try to wrap it up on a positive note because I guess what we're trying to do for you today is kind of paint the picture of what worst-case scenario of what Ben Charrington's trying to do. It's the Tampa model as it is. I've always thought he was trying to do some kind of a modified version of it. And the signing of Cabrian Hayes, in my estimation, a lesser player, to that long of an extension, made me feel as though, of course, they're going to lock up the Stars as well, right? So I guess I thought hybrid. Well, his recent statements have made me feel a little bit less shaky, a little bit more shaky on that subject. That's why I kind of wanted to approach this today and really hammer home where where that was. Because if it's just the Tampa model, Gym, that means you're really not going out and buying free agents. And if you are, they're going to be borderline guys that you hope to turn around realistically. They're going to be some strategic, like um, foreign players, you know, you might get from the Korean league or something, you know, things along those lines. I got, I look at this roster and just the holes that we see, they're not going to be filled. They're just not.
1: Yeah. Not a, yeah, you're saying internally right now yeah. they're, they're that's what you're I think you're talking about. But that. I
0: think you're talking years. And and I also think we're we're the top level, we have to remember the top level of prospects before we even get to the draft picks. We don't even have one of his draft picks up here yet.
1: You realize that <laughs> no, I hadn't I hadn't thought of it, but So I
0: mean the, the the layer of prospects that came before his draft picks and anything else like that, it was underwhelming and always was underwhelming. This is a lot of replacement level and slightly above types. O'Neal Cruz out not not respected, you know? But they're, they're not cultivating top, top-end talent at the very top of the system yet.
1: It's no, just getting no. started. Right. And there's some – and look, let's let us be honest too. I mean there's some really, really nice pieces that are close.
0: Andy Rodriguez, I mean, Quinn yes. Priester, Mike Burrows. Yes. I can name a bunch of them too that's what it's starting to come I'm just saying what's right. what's here right now isn't and we know rookies suck we just do I mean rookies stink for the most part so if you're just going that route you're not gonna fortify it a la Tampa this ain't happening before Reynolds is gone just saying right now
1: no I how could it Gary I mean how could You you know, we talked about and which is ironic because we've heard Sherrington and other people mention urgency before. Yep. And and, you know, that has that has a meaning. I mean, my definition of that and their definition must be different because um, what I am seeing is a lack of urgency from just the patient side of things. Which I understand you have to do on some level. You can't just hit fast forward, push guys through, and hope it all works out. Sure. You can't do that. But the urgency, I don't see that. I don't see that aspect.
0: I don't either. I mean, I look at a guy like Jack Sawinski, I actually think they got quite lucky with. I, you know, I don't think they could have possibly expected him to really contribute last year, especially not to the degree he did. But at the end of the day, that was his rookie season. Almost 20 home runs. Shit ton of strikeouts. Really low batting average. Has an eye for the clutch a little bit. Plays good defense. Probably, uh, you know, uh, one and a half to 2 war player if he doesn't get any better. Will he get better? Maybe. It really depends on the strikeouts. To be blunt with you, it really does and how much more that power manifests maybe maybe the power just really takes off you've talked about how slanted that was to his home slate already yeah. so
1: it's crazy
0: i think i think we don't really know what, what he is yet but i can tell you right now he wasn't counted on he wasn't banked
1: on no that was that was total happenstance that he he even got the 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 look that he did and and he just happened to make the most of it. right? And then he still went through some really, really rough spots
0: there. And he's here now and he should be and okay. And that's great. But I don't look at that outfield and feel like it's locked up. I I look at that outfield and I see Brian Reynolds. I see, okay. Jack Swinsky. I want to see a little more of, I see Cal Mitchell better do a lot of things, you know, to, in my estimation to be considered a lock to play the outfield, I'd like to see his arm improve or show me he has more than he's letting on. Um right. right. I'd actually like to see him get to balls a little bit more. I don't think he has the, the, the range of the range out there you really want. And the bat has underwhelmed. It really has.
1: Well and if he and that's what I was just gonna say is look, if he were a guy that could hit um, like you, like you would would hope that he could, you could live with a little bit of that out there. Sure. Yeah. You know, okay, great. I mean, in today's baseball, you, you people sacrifice defense all over the place as long as you can hit. Um, so we would take that. It's just not. It's just not there, and you certainly can't count on it. I mean, I I I think Jiwon Bay. I would I would love to see him. Get some more looks too in the outfield I know,
0: I'm sure you we know? will I'm sure we'll see him in center field a lot But yeah, when you really think about Like the outfield mix It's anything but settled Like and, not, and your, next, your next big prospects Coming if you want to consider them that Travis Swaggerty Who I'll be honest I never see being more than much Much more than a bench player Never have Never will until I see it um, Matt Gorski uh, late bloomer, maybe. But who knows? In fact, he might even be a first baseman.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of uh in fact you should I kind is. of see, yeah, yeah, I kind of see that eventually.
0: You know, but Matthew Frazier had a season not all that dissimilar from what Matt Gorski did last year. And he fell off the face of the earth last year.
1: Yeah, two years ago, Matt Fraser looked like a guy that you could start really considering and boy, did he have a rough season?
0: And he still could. You know? Andy Rodriguez could wind up at the outfield. Realistically. So we don't really know what the outfield's gonna be yet, but They don't have a whole lot of those guys This is I think why it's so easy Jim to focus on that foundation Because it's so freaking stark Who it is You've only got so many players That you can absolutely Be sure about It's Brian Reynolds O'Neal Cruz Mitch Keller And Rwanzi Contreras
1: And Bednar Probably at this point I wouldn't
0: extend Bednar not after this No, I, I just I'm just saying, out. like,
1: I'm not. I'm not saying ex- part of the extension. I'm just saying, like, that I can count on right now being um, when he's healthy. He, he's an elite type impact guy. Sure,
0: but that's that's it. So, I mean, even Rodolfo Castro,
1: very interesting, but still don't know. I don't know. Still don't know. As he, he,
0: he's probably a 25 home run talent, I would think at this point, but we don't know. We just don't know. I mean, there's a lot of of ifs here and a lot of prospects on the way yet. I mean, I'm just asking because we we really have not gotten to his draft picks yet. We talk about timelines all the time. You can just see when you think the team's going to be good. It looks like 24, 25, somewhere in there, right? Well, that's not going to involve an awful lot of his draft picks yet. No, it's not,
1: you know. Um, look. So
0: where's the window in his head based on that? Do you get what I mean?
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he's actually telling the truth when he says that that's something. Well, he always avoids it. He always sidesteps it any time the window is brought up. but um, Except for the
0: time when he said it would be sooner than most thought.
1: Yeah, well, he also said they're closer to improvement too, which <laughs> yes. is the weirdest, weirdest thing I've ever heard anybody say. It's like, it's not improving, but we're closer to improving, which is so that should be in some kind of like GM speak for dummies type. It's just so it's an incredible statement, Gary. <laughs>
0: it, well. It, it's not even the thing is too a lot of people want to get on journalists like oh why don't you challenge him why don't you challenge him to say this and that it just doesn't work that way
1: like no, he answered it the way he wanted to answer it no no, no get no reward rewording that is going to uh elicit a different response no
0: but I mean I do think when you look at like you know something. Something I love to look at every year is the FanGraphs roster resource. You know, I, I love when it comes yeah. out. I usually disagree with with a whole lot of their conjectures and, and things that they they think are going to happen. But one thing I do like to see is that most of what you look at as you go down through the system is that bright gold color, and that means that most of the players that are coming up beyond like uh, the very highest AAA level are Pirates products. And that means like they're starting to trust their system a little bit more than they did in the past. We'll see soon if that's smart or not. That is not what it used to look like.
1: No. And and quite frankly, it's really going to come down to we've talked – how many times do we say the word development, development, development? Well, now you're going to see if they can develop guys because like you said, these are all guys that are going to be developed under this system, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's not going to be anyone else to blame here real soon if the bottom falls well, out. No, but that's, they can't. that's
0: a fact, man. It is. This year, and, and I've always said, you know, I've always talked to you about it, I always do these predictions, I always laid out the course of this. I always stopped at twenty three. Always. Because I can no longer at that point guess as to what direction he's gonna go. It's up it's up to him to show us at that point. Right. I know how the basic beginning of a rebuild works. That's easy as hell. I knew exactly when they wouldn't wouldn't start spending. I also know right now is the first window I really put where they could, they should invest a little bit of money. I think it goes back to what we talked about a very long time ago on this show. That last window, I know a lot of people felt cheated on the back end of it. I felt cheated on the front end because I thought had they invested a little more money earlier – we could have had a better team going all the way back to like 2012. Right. So I thought we could have had an extra year of playoffs, but I always thought it was on the other end. So I'm kind of there right now. If you put a little bit of money into this team right now, I think they've got a shot. I know they're not going to, at least not to the degree they need to, but the options there. And I got to be honest, and this is just something that I think we all have to confront. Bob Nunnings not the one telling him no. This is his
1: plan. Well, here's the big thing about it is, and this is something that I need to do too, is sit down and look at. I know overall it's not a, a strong crop of free agents this year. And I really want to sit down and look at that and say, who even realistically can we sit here and say that they could bring in or should bring in? And I know for a fact, it's not a robust year for that. So they are in a little bit of a tough spot there. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to sit back and say, oh, well, they shouldn't do anything. But it's something that I want to look into a little bit more just because I feel like uh, they can't sit and do nothing, Gary.
0: And I, I don't think they they will do nothing. I just think they'll underwhelm and ultimately not do enough to actually get to that compete level that I think they could. Right? Right. I think they'll do enough to improve, and they will improve one way or another next year. They will be better than they were this year, just from kids getting older and attrition. But in order to really well, take it's... a step, I think they'd have to
1: spend a few bucks, and by, I mean few.
0: I mean, twenty five, thirty
1: million, right? Well, and we've talked about this too. Like, um, if nothing else, just go and try to get some 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 affordable arms, maybe in your bullpen that could help you out. That could, um, sh- you know, shorten games for you. Um, I think there's there's plenty to think about. Like Cruz, you should see some improvement in. I think Cabrian Hayes. That's about as rough of a year as I think Cabrian Hayes can have. Um, it better be, (laughs) I'll say that. I think, um, we're going to see Contreras continue to develop. I think Keller's struggles are behind him at this point. So there is going to be some improvement in those areas. Just, just supplement it a little bit. Help, help, help them out. Help the roster out. Exactly. And Henry Davis even said, I loved what Henry Davis said about, you know, I I don't want to hear about player centric. I want to hear about winning centric. I love those types of comments from guys um, because with whether he's trying to call them out or not, it's good to hear players not be satisfied with, with what the fans are already fed up with.
0: Exactly. So it's a, it's a big off season. So as we can, as we talk through some of these concepts, you know, as the show moves forward, forward i guess i really wanted to kind of have that foundation laid (laughs) so that we could really talk from it because everything that we talk about i kind of want to refer back to what his plan is versus what could be done and i always want to make sure that we always are very clear that we think they could do more and should and the effect it would have I think you'll always find it's pretty reasonable to ask. And I don't think it would hold back a single prospect. That's the key. Well, that's what's,
1: Yeah. And that's, what's funny about pirate fans is we see it all the time. Pirate fans actually lower their expectations and don't ask for much. You know, they're trying to, they get in the mind of, well, you know, we don't want to spend the money here. We want to save it here. We don't make unreasonable demands here. We're talking very, very basic things that can make a ball club better. But power fans know there's no pie in the sky with going out and getting guys. Sure.
0: So why waste your time with it? Yeah. I I mean, like, that's what I mean. We don't have to talk about getting to some magic number, spending some abhorrent amount. Like, I don't need to pretend they're going to bring in Josh Bell. To be honest with you, I'm not even sure that that I would want him. I, I don't think one of your better players can be that inconsistent to be honest with you. I I think that's a struggle um, for the middle of your order where your entire offense can go to die for months at a time. I don't want it.
1: Um, It's a little too hot and cold for a team that is probably never going to be an offensive juggernaut in my, in
0: my mind. That's it. Is it better than what we have right now? Oh yeah.
1: Oh God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Young's better than what we have right now.
0: So, don't get it twisted. If I say I don't want him, it's not like uh, I'd be ticked off if they did it. I just don't think he's the greatest. <laughs> I really
1: don't. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know what is another interesting thing. Real quick, is the question I would ask is with a with a GM like Ben Sherrington is 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 there a plan B or is it just Man, you this is it. This is the or do they or do they build in some, some things to give you you know uh, a, a parachute, a safety net, or if it doesn't work like this, is it just is that it?
0: Yeah, is he a kid that decided in sixth grade he was going to go to Harvard, and everything about his life up until graduation led up to him going to Harvard, and then he turned out to not get accepted and his whole life crumbles. That's (laughs) that's Ben Charrington right now because he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He really does. You can tell. And uh, he he has always relished this opportunity to build a team and a system himself from the ground up. That's in and of itself somebody that's telling you, I think I'm smarter. I think I'm smarter than everybody else and I I can get this done. Bob Nutting's gullible. He'll turn over the keys to his car to anybody he hires and let them run it into the ground before he even wakes up and notices because he doesn't even know what he's looking for.
1: So he (laughs) better be right. We're going to find out real soon. Yeah, you want an owner that doesn't meddle. He doesn't, but to a fault almost. Right um but yeah so i would just that's what i would question is is if you really could talk to Sherrington, what does he say you know in the sense of does he have a backup plan if things start to go off the rails or is it just hey i'll be gone and it'll be someone else's mess does he think about it like politicians do i don't know gary he might he might i mean and
0: if you think about it his safety net may very well be um, on his way out the door, going, "Yeah, well, this owner had my arm tied behind my back." So,
1: and and who wouldn't believe what did you, him? Wh- right, he could say, "What did you expect? I was trying to do it, you know, like you said, with one arm behind my back the whole time, yeah. and it didn't work."
0: Who wouldn't believe him? You know, you think Travis Williams going to come out and defend him? I don't.
1: <laughs> He'd have to come out and meet a camera. You know? Oh God, but I, I don't. I don't think. I'll bet you. I'll bet you half the people that follow the parts don't know who that is or what he looks like. No, well, it might be best, but
0: anyways, uh, that's enough for this week, brother. I, I know, uh, you're not feeling great. And apparently neither am I, since I wasn't coughing at all until I got on this call and then you transmitted your germs through the interwebs and yes. you smacked me in the face with it.
1: Technology is a wonderful thing, but, uh, so yes, I appreciate everyone sticking with me this week. Um, Uh, as i'm under the weather but look this isn't supposed to be depressing but it's definitely supposed to be looking into the future and saying hey we're at the point where we can start asking these questions and really seeing where they're at and that's fun but it's scary too because it's time gary for some things to start falling into place
0: like you said i think it's time to start looking forward now a little bit So next week, let's get started with that. Let's start talking about non-tenders. Let's get started talking about 40-man decisions, things like that. Move on forward through into free agency. I think we'll start to paint a picture of what this team looks like.
1: That's exactly right. As we get past, uh, you know, with the postseason, and these lists start getting compiled of who's going to be free agents and whatnot, that's something we can talk about and say, like, maybe these are realistic options and keep them in that and keep them kind of well that's what we do but keep it there so
0: right so of course cody bellinger i get it all right so
1: <laughs> your buddy your buddy cody bellinger
0: yeah. all right so hey without further ado ben take taking away my brother yes, yes but.